Yeah. All right. Looks like we're yeah. live. Welcome to the Taperms Podcast. Hey. Hello. We're here. Yeah. We're here live. Uh, you can see us for the first time. We're here with Federico from Sunset Couriers. He, he's back. Welcome him back, guys. Back Woo! in black. Yeah. Hey, what's up? We just need some, like, uh, we need a soundboard. Sound yeah, yeah, soundboard. Uh. That's for next live episode. But yeah, we have Fred here, and we're really excited. He's back on the show. Uh, gonna just make it an even better episode this time. Gonna talk about a bunch of stuff. Today is May 9th, 2019. It's about 7.22 p.m. We're here live. We have the band here. Uh, I'm Anthony. We have a special, another special guest. Um, I'm Harmon. I'm from the first podcast, uh, Future Attorney. Um, I was the guy who spoke on the benefits of being sober, and now I am completely drunk and high. <laughs> so, thank you. <laughs> Great introduction. Thank you for being here, Harmon. <laughs> and then we have... And hey, how do you? I'm pretty sure y'all know me. Howdy. Ramon, by the way. Ramon. And we have in this beautiful cowboy hat. I'm also here, and we should include a section of the podcast. It's called Ask Harmon, and it's for legal help. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. It's a good idea. <laughs> I'm not a lawyer yet. No, this advice counts, by the way. All right. So we usually start off the show with a conspiracy theory. Do we have that set up? Ramon is uh, currently filling up his vape, so he's gonna he's gonna let you know what the conspiracy theory is. I'm gonna put the stream on the our Twitter. It's about vapes. It's about vapes. It's a vape conspiracy, I'm assuming. People still vape. It's 2019. People still smoke. <laughs> oh shit! He got you on that. I don't even smoke. <laughs> He still got me somehow. <laughs> it was just such a great comeback. <laughs> it got anyone, nobody. Are you so outdated that yeah. you don't vape, dude, or fucking jewel. You're the one outdated. You got to be jeweling right now, man. That's the move. That's true, actually. People who jewel are fucking addicted, man. They got to step out of class just to hit that thing. <laughs> For real, yeah. that's that's a whole nother level. What yeah. about you, Fred? What do you think about jewels? It's whatever, man. I just feel like, aren't they? People got Louis Vuitton, Gucci jewels. You know that shit? Louis oh, V sells really? jewels. They got the Louis V design on the jewels. Honestly, man, it sounds more like a social status. Like, hey, I could afford this. And then the more. <laughs> yeah, they are expensive. Because I, I read an article because, you know, I do work in education. And I read an article just like, how can I get these students to respect me? I was reading some random article because it was related to like, I don't know. I was thinking about going to school, back to school as a school counselor. But anyways, I read that, and um, the chick, like, she was just like, um, those water canisters, they're like a status symbol. It was weird. So she, stood, she brought, like, a brand new one. Like a really nice hydro one. flask? There you go, man. And she yeah. brought in, like, there's a little impact. There you go. And yeah. it was just like, it made her seem a little bit more professional. And it's just like, just like jewels. Yeah, you know? everyone's trying to flex. It's yeah. weird. You're right, yeah. Which is kind of cool, but it's like, it's not the entirety of life, you know? Yeah, sometimes you just gotta flex, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> sometimes. I, I, could see, I could see flexing, like, like if, let's say like in your case, like, what, 
if if you feel like it affects your dignity, you know, to like buy all these things just to flex, it sometimes it doesn't affect your dignity if you flex for leverage, cause you like you're just playing these people, you know. Like oh yeah, they think I'm cool just cause I brought this hydro flask, but I really don't care at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a leverage flex. Leverage flex? Yeah. Is that the new term? Yeah. <laughs> All right. You I don't flex. That. You actually well, really want to flex? Hold on, hold on. Let me do that up and do a solid on you. Why do you care what people think in the first place? Ooh, that's Isn't the that that's, that's the perfect part of the leverage weakness? flex, though. Isn't that a sign of weakness? No, it's it, the beauty of it is that if you are doing the flex not for a leverage flex, it is a sign of weakness because you're doing it for your self esteem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. a leverage flex. Is to get ahead. So we all want to get ahead. Yeah, and that's we all want to grow and expand. That's like, yeah, that's just. Wait, so it's moving I'm up. I'm so confused. Uh, I'm, oh man, I'm ready. You I'm ready know to who supports it. this leverage? Flex. All right, it's go like in. go all in. You're in an interview, and you bust out your hydro flask. <laughs> For some reason, this elevates your status to the interview person. And now they're right, like, right, hmm, no, maybe this person right, like. That's why you show up in a nice suit. To yeah, it's like a nice suit. Reason. It's 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 a leverage flex. You're not just flexing just because it makes me feel nice that I'm in a suit and Isn't I want people to think better about flex? me. That's the whole point of a flex. Well, if you're flexing, all to flexes are leverage flexes. Not not if the person is in a position to help you leverage yourself. If you're just flexing to a bunch of people who don't really matter that much, then it's okay, you're just flexing okay, for the right, sake of flexing. Right, right, but right. if you're like flexing in an interview setting, you're then flexing for leverage flex. I sort of understand. I get that. <laughs> that's my that's my uh, seminar right now. <laughs> so then, are jewels a flex to uh, big tobacco, or just old smokers, people who smoke regular? Yeah, yeah. jewels okay. are totally a flex to old smokers. No, I saw a, like a middle-aged person hitting a jewel like near the bank one day. I was like, that looks so weird. Like, <laughs> why would a middle-aged person be hitting a jewel? And that's because. It's just we have are accustomed to the younger folk hitting jewels, and it, it is kind of a flex, I think. Like, it kind of... That's not a leverage sepa- flex. It separates them as being youthful in a way. It's not a leverage flex. That's a generation flex, don't you think? That's like a generational flex. Which, uh, it's kind of cool. Kind of. Like, a, I'm hip, Yeah. and you're not hip. Well, I mean, we always looked at, like, when I was 13, I'm like, fuck, all the older people, they smoke and drink. And I'm like, that's interesting. So maybe, like, having that at a younger age should be, like, kind of like, all right, cool. I'm an adult, too, whether you think I'm not, you know? I just saw a video about this where it's just, like, um, the brain after, like, 25, that's becomes more and more of an adult brain. But it could last up until, like, you could have a teenage brain up until maybe your mid-20s. But that's just developmental. You know, it's interesting, dog. It's like cool. Yeah, you yeah. know, definitely developmental psychology. It's a big, yeah, it's yeah, a real a thing. thing. Um, I don't know much about it, but our friend Freddie, he's taking a course on that. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. So then. <laughs> all right. Back to conspiracies. Okay. I kind of have one here. Okay. Um, have you guys seen the 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 anti vaping commercials? I've no. seen some. some. I don't. Oh, yeah. yeah. Have you ever noticed how um they're like really they try to be really funny and in touch with like the youth, and, like witty and shit. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah, they do. They they tend to be like a little like try to pander to millennials in a yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. I kind of feel like big tobaccos behind all that, and I don't I don't know how. Oh, what do you guys feel? 
I mean, there's someone behind it. and Can we follow the money? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's weird because even with Juul, like, they have anti-youth uh, vaping. There's, like, a lobby against anti-vaping. But it's only a fraction of, say, it's, like, $10 million allocated towards that. The other, all the other money they're making is straight profit. Like, they're, it's like a lump sum they're just allocating to that when they're they're not doing their best i think i mean if they really wanted to stop uh youth from from hitting jewels all the time they just wouldn't make them i mean i don't that's not necessarily true (laughs) (laughs) i don't know it's so then it's big tobacco behind jewels i think jewel is is from san francisco right just some young guys some or gals. Guys. <laughs> I think they just came out on I don't I don't even I'm probably lying right now, but I am pretty sure they just came out like on Times magazine or something, like one of the most influential people, the people from Jewel. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure it's like a Bay thing. Yeah. Maybe. I mean I wouldn't be surprised if Big Tobacco was behind it and it's all just they're all just part of a big whole nicotine industry. Mm-hmm. And when you're really trying to quit, it's... I mean, in defense of tobacco here, there is no tobacco in Jules. So how are they making any fucking money? Well, I mean, it's, it's nicotine. It's big right, nicotine. nicotine, right. It's big nicotine, big tobacco. Tobacco guys aren't really making any money off of tobacco. Sure, yeah. Tobacco, and that's why they want to turn people well away from baking, vaping, right? Well, the oh thing yeah, is, yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. a tobacco farmer, obviously you're anti-Jewel. But if right, you're big right. tobacco, a- a- a.k.a. big nicotine... <laughs> you probably <laughs> want to keep anyone within that loop. What about the jewel farmers, Protus? <laughs> yeah, Not the there's farmers. no farmers. That's all factory. <laughs> That's in a factory. There's nothing organic about it. You know what? If in the defense of the vaping industry, if you know we have long-term studies in the future that show that vaping really is as safe as we kind of like right now, everyone's the guinea pigs. You know, right? Like smoking, you get the issues from long-term use. And it can be the case with vaping. It's, it's long-term use that leads to issues. So if, if that does end up being the case, that really there aren't many long-term issues, then th- this will actually end up being like one of the greatest inventions of our time because so many people that die from right, cigarette right. smoking oh, right. are going to... I agree with you, but that's the thing. You just don't know. Yeah. It's going to... We're the guinea we pig phase right know. now. Where the no doesn't idea. That, doesn't man. that scare you <laughs> a little bit? Yeah. Doesn't I don't even know how they make the liquids. They fucking give you yeah. fucking prostate cancer for all we know. Yeah. That's the thing. I I feel I'm tending to feel like it's it can't be that good for you. You know, it's it's all bad for you. Whatever you in, inhale inside you, it's gonna cause harm. It's it's not like right, some if you abuse it. That's the thing. If you do it in moderation, I'm sure it's just like everything else. But the thing yeah. is, people just abuse the fuck late, out of this. My late night jewel. I know people <laughs> who fucking they leave the classroom just to fucking hit their jewel, man. They're fucking addicted. Well, I mean, the rise of. Um, Cause what does that lead to, man? Like smoking, drinking, like weed, jewels. It leads to mental health issues. It leads well, to FBD. It's What's FBD? It leads Long to depression. a release. Leads <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> to a release. Yeah. Um, of what? Of full blown depression? No. <laughs> well, uh, that could. Um, <laughs> um, no, it's like um, man, I'm losing my tracks, but uh, it's like a release, man. Think about all the tension you keep in your body, and it's like it has to go somewhere. And sometimes you get those release, you know. And 
I was just reading somewhere, um, and because I'm an educator, um, kids are stressed out, man. Like, everyone's just stressed out. The increase of, like, being stressed out and stress, it's, like, popped up, dog. So everyone's, like, feeling that stress over the last couple of years, and it's just, why? Why it's is just that? just caused you an know? explosion in my head, what you just said. Yeah? It's weird. It's More like stress. <laughs> like, you, you got kids, you got people. You know, they start doing drugs, doing things, and we're like, well, let's keep that away from them because it's not good for them. But in each case, it's what he's saying. It's people are looking for an ease of stress, some relief. There's no easy way out of this, man. No, but I'm saying... You do some fucking lines of coke and marijuana, and you get hooked, and then... No, but, like, problem the, the question with? is, like, why... We're, we're, like, we're not attacking the source is what I'm saying. Yeah, why is the stress increased so much, right? Social media... I would say social media is a big one because you're always looking at everyone else doing all yeah. their cool shit, and it's like, Definitely. oh shit, what what the fuck am I doing? Self conscious. That's a huge self self awareness. We have never self, been this yeah. connected, and no one's posting their bad shit on the social media. It's very curated, and it's like you only want to show. Like, oh, the best I got this internship, or I got this job, or I got this score. Well, yeah, you don't want to broadcast the bad stuff. Yeah, no one ever does, and all you look on your phone is your fucking bad. That's why I fucking mute all the notifications on my phone. Like it's all, <laughs> just, it's all you, just, you just carry a brick with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always do. on airplane yeah, mode. Fucking, yeah, no, yeah. Try it for a week and see That's how much okay. more at peace you feel. Well, well, right. At least you'll have the memes. You'll be like, all right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is that your main thing? <laughs> The True. memes are the release. Yeah, it's like all oh, the all oh, the that's people's yeah. like dark <laughs> thoughts. All that is what leads into the memes because they're anonymous. It's like you don't you don't post all the, the bad things real, about you, man, because they're anonymous. Yeah. exactly. But when you put your name behind it, you <laughs> want it to be good, you know. All right, so let's segue into memes, in or into music. I got a conspiracy theory before all we. Right, it's sort of going into music. All right, go, all right. go for it. Okay, so they're both about Beyonce. That's music. She just came out with the Netflix special. Oh, this um, okay. The theory is that you can always tell what her next baby's name is going to be based on the jewelry she uses. She hides the hidden clues within it. And I didn't fact check this at all, <laughs> so it sounds stupid as hell. <laughs> but apparently she's also hooking up with Obama. Apparently. All right. yeah. okay. Those are the two conspiracy theories of the day. Obama? Isn't yeah. she with Jay-Z? Yo, Obama about to get fucking hit, bro. Like, <laughs> you better be careful. Some Reddit right? stuff, I thought bro. Michelle. Yeah. Some Reddit what stuff. happened to Michelle? Where did you see that? Where did you see that? You're spreading dangerous <laughs> rumors here. Cesar, Michelle, dude. Where did you see that? This could mean life or death for my boy. All right. To quote Flight of the Concords, if anyone ever saw that, I saw it on the internet. One of the trusted things of today. Yo, fake uh, news, fake, fake news. I'm calling fake news, and I'm saying you can leave for that comment because Beyonce it's would a never. Conspiracy, all right? Beyonce would never cheat on Jay Z. I expected to be persecuted Jay-Z for for would revealing cheat on Beyonce, but Beyonce would never cheat on yeah. Jay Z. You understand d- that? How dare you, Cesar? How dare you? <laughs> and and Obama would never cheat on Michelle. You Jesus, understand? Jesus Christ was persecuted for speaking the truth. All right, that's all I have to say here. All I have to say is if you make it, if you come in here with another <laughs> conspiracy theory of of <laughs> of that stature, you're never <laughs> having a conspiracy theory again. I'm gonna start my own podcast about Beyonce oh. conspiracy <laughs> theories. Can I can I do a conspiracy? It's gonna be theory? five minute episodes. Let me do one. Let me do, do one. Beyonce you can't just come up with them on the fly. They I have to be. I fucking follow Alex Jones. You know who oh, Alex okay. Jones <laughs> yes. is? Yes, I do. I know a bunch of different conspiracy theories. 
Have you ever heard of the one where they're trying to make a breakaway civilization? Who's, who's All they? All the tech people. You know, man, my homie had a point, though, and, you know, he was just like, you know, a lot of people follow that guy, mm-hmm. but everything was based around logic, and I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, man, like, I don't fucking believe anything he says, but, you know, he makes some sound arguments, and they're like, they're logical, they connect, and I'm like, fuck, you know, I never thought about that shit. Exactly. Because they're zany as fuck, dude. Some it's of those crazy. The arguments are crazy. But I feel like everyone watches him for the memes, though. Like, oh, yeah, like ninety percent of his followers he's is just people central. that are just Don't like. He's meme central. But think about it just clearly for a second. Don't you think Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, and those guys—they're not making like their own fucking civilization that they want to get away from? Like, are you kidding me? They're trying to go. They're making space fucking shit. They're doing space shit. They're doing fucking technology shit. Who knows what they're up to over there, man? Yeah, with that level of money, you can do a lot of things. Dude, fucking, fucking meet Musk. He made his own song. Remember, you heard of that Harambe shit? <laughs> Harambe, Are that's such a meme, dude. Are you that guys is a scared about that shit. Like, that's fucking some big meme. Elon yeah, Musk Harambe's wrote a song called Harambe. Yeah. He didn't write it, but he's like, it's his AI. record label. It's his record label that he just he posted on Twitter one day, and it's like, this is my new hit song and it was someone someone wrote it and he didn't sing on it but it was like uh, under his label all right new conspiracy theory hey man but i saw something where it's like how come no one said april fools how come no one's posting shit and mm-hmm. it's just like someone had this meme where it was just like you know elon musk just dropped a track and there was like two other things that happened at the around the same time they're like no one wants to joke around anymore man the world's too fucking weird it's too real it's just like who wants to be like oh i'm just kidding it's like you know, it's like, yeah, it's like in this shit, era dude. of fake news, it's like every day you have to question whether it's real or not. You know, yeah, it's exactly. like to, to, <laughs> to Harmon's point on the whole building planets. I mean, like civilizations and stuff <laughs> like, like when you when you think about <laughs> like I always thought it was kind of weird how on Twitter Elon Musk is like a teenage boy. And like he's just <laughs> saying all these things, taking Ambien and then tweeting. Yeah, and so yeah. thinking, st- seeing things like that makes me think like, oh, this dude is there's no way he's doing some like weird stuff like that, building a civilization. But maybe that's the image he wants to portray so no one you know, is, is looking behind the scenes, seeing if he has anything diabolical going on. We just think he's super relatable. Forget and Elon. I think Elon's the good one. Fucking Bezos is a Bond villain, man. <laughs> Never <laughs> trust a bald guy, fucking dude. Fucking Bezos. Have you seen that guy? That guy's fucking a Bond villain, dude. I've never actually seen what he's he looks like. He's, he's very bald and... Just a mean-looking guy. Just like a fucking... Does he have amazing... A right. bald oh army man! Right, here we go. Here we go. We're, to, we're looking up a picture of him. I'm gonna describe everything Anthony's doing while he does it. Jeff Bezos. He googled Jeff Bezos. Oh look at that guy, dude! He's a fucking Bond villain. He's he's man. basically <laughs> he's a refined Vin Diesel. Hey man, if he turned out to be the Vulture though, that'd be cool. <laughs> trust me, oh, right? Would you trust <laughs> this guy? That guy's a fucking super villain, bro. That's Lex Luthor in the flesh. He does, yeah. That's fucking Lex Luthor. I would not trust that. That guy is making guy a breakaway civilization, oh. and he's coming for your job. You <laughs> <laughs> he heard it job. here first on the Tapeworms <laughs> podcast. You heard it yeah. here second. Go to InfoWars.com. InfoWars.com. Yeah, yeah. yeah, check up on Do us <laughs> in the following months if we go missing. <laughs> yeah. We just wanted to expose the truth, but <laughs> wow. we're going to have to hide in it. Where's Snowden right now? Oh, shit. All right, so let's get into it. After in Jeff Bezos, we have Fred from Sunset Couriers here. 
We're here to talk about music, guys. Let's not forget our our roots here. Come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't automate music unless you're. I don't know about that. Unless you're Elon Musk, <laughs> you can't automate music. All right. So, we talked to you a few weeks ago. How's how's life been since? It's been all right, man. Honestly, just like a lot of like thoughts. Um, quit smoking for a little bit, like, cause you know I don't really drink or smoke cigarettes. I do blaze it though. And it's more like for sleep. Uh, it's been alright. Just a lot of like family stuff. So I'm like, how's how's the music been? You're uh, r- recording new stuff, right? Uh, yeah, it's already done, and uh, we're just waiting for masters. So we're gonna release one at the end of the month. Nice. And one in the summer, man. Oh we're yeah. trying to do like a little hashtag, like uh, sunset summers or summer sunsets oh 2019. Shit, I like it. Yeah, the I whole can get point. That. Dude, I can get behind that. You'll like the new songs then, because the whole point is like enjoying things while you can. Mm-hmm. You know, because I don't know, just um, just some of the stuff that's happened to me recently. Mm-hmm. I think it's actually helped me write some of my most hopeful songs. So I'm just really excited for people to hear it. Yeah, I've kind of noticed that like you've had like an arc of like your songs are kind of getting more positive in a way like i noticed from cloud breakers it's like since then i guess there seems to be like more i guess hopefulness or some sort of themes do you is that conscious or do you are you like trying to write more i guess positive lyrics or yeah while trying to accept the truth of like um you know, you write what you want to capture the feeling as, you know. And sometimes you look back at your lyrics and like, that could have been a little bit more hopeful. At least that's what I think. So for sure, like our first demo, there's a lot of songs that try to capture the feeling of like loss and like they're a little grungy, a little bit like not a lot of hopefulness in that songs. But some of the new songs are very like, you know what, let's just keep going. Nice. Yeah. yeah. There's like a light at the end <coughs> of the tunnel sort of deal yeah because i mean that's uh well i took down cloud breakers you know oh wait you took yeah, it down yeah, you took down i took down a lot of music man uh-huh. i left water tower up there because a lot of people bump 5 a.m and i just couldn't do that to them yeah <laughs> we are recording uh the water tower a lot of those songs and you'll see them at the end of the summer but i'll leave it up for another month for a couple yeah. of the homies i didn't realize how much it affected people but they were like oh you know they usually bump 5 a.m or galactic yeah man yeah, so man. what's what's that decision of why why are you taking it down uh i don't feel it represents us anymore for the most part at least there's uh, some songs we want to rewrite and like re like uh structure and mess around usually those uh, first eight songs we ever yeah. wrote and with water tower there was someone we just don't work with anymore so it's like uh we really? just yeah, I've gone through like two different lineups, so I'm kind of. Mm. Well, it's it's weird because like you're, you're like the founding. You're just like the core of Sunset Couriers, so it's like. Do those songs just like not feel true to you, or is it? It's since you're. It's I don't want to say it's it's a solo project, but you're like the, like the the core member. You know what I'm saying? I feel that. Yeah. Um. They still ring true. I mean, Galactic is my favorite song to play. Mm-hmm. And that's just because um, the biggest thing that gets in the way for me communicating with other people is um, 
Uh, I'm very abstract minded, and I found that out. Like, I went to the school counseling sessions because I was so stressed out with school uh, when I went to Cal State Long Beach, and uh, it was pretty tight. But she noticed like patterns in my speech and thought patterns, and she was like, "Well, there's like a spectrum, and like in that spectrum, like." 80% of people or like 70, 80, they're very like, uh, it's a little bit more direct. It's a little bit more concrete. It's concrete thinking. Right. And then there's like a 20 to like 10%. And within that abstract thinking spectrum, I'm still all the way towards the end. So I'm very abstract. Yeah. So like how people connect the dots is not how I connect the dots. And that's something like, cause I love talking to people. It's like, I fuck up along the way and I'm like, man, and I just lose people. So Galactic's my favorite. Mm -hmm. That song will always ro ring true. And like, it's playing between metaphors and me trying to like, flick the lights, I'm going home. Cause when I go out, I end up alone. It's like yeah, you hang out with shit. your friends, but shit, you end man. up alone. Yeah, homie, you would, you would love yeah. Sunset Couriers, yeah. dude. They I feel like you would. Yeah, yeah dude, fucking, like you can't, sometimes you just feel like you're, almost thinking on a different frame than other people right yeah, and you want to connect it's not it's like yeah hey, you, you want to try but you're just in another world almost right and yeah and there's like people who don't but like for me and like others probably you too if you like you want to connect you know yeah you, you want to but you just can't for some reason yeah or it's just like batting average you have a low yeah. battering average you're like fuck at least they got one thing yeah. that i meant to <laughs> yeah, see, you know yeah, exactly oh my, Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely listen <coughs> to that song, man. Well, it'll be up for another month, and then I'll come back in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so you're leaving too soon. Is that is that down? I'm gonna leave that one. That one's okay. Yeah, I want to re-record that one at some point too, but I really really liked how it was leveled and everything, and I felt you know what, this one could stay in place. Yeah. That one's pretty tight. Yeah, that one's like the banger, you know. Yeah, dude, I, I felt that. Um, so. Yeah, you talk about shifting members. So is there, uh, is like a a new lineup right now? Uh, we made Danny a permanent like a couple weeks ago, mm -hmm. just because I've I've worked with people before and like mm -hmm. usually it's like oh you know they should always be a homie, but I'm like no nah, like Danny was really cool and um, we met him randomly. Like I just went to a random East LA uh, house party. Yeah, I saw him play because I tried to book him for a show before, and they're like, "Hey, you know, he plays in Safety Pins. Oh, you know, for that's sure, his thing. For sure. A little uh, surf pa punk band." And um, along the way, we made Danny like more present, and like we stopped using the word "filling in." And about a few weeks ago, we're like, "Hey, man, yeah. you're the permanent, but this is what we expect." And now we know you can handle like being around me and Kevin. Sometimes we just do weird shit, and like, if someone's too serious, it's like. You know, um, yeah. but we also talk about serious shit, you know? No, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like as a, a band, as a band, <coughs> like as a permanent, you got to be like, have like a sort of a, you got to be tight knit in a way. You can't. Yeah. Has to, there has to be a bond for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, bond. it's like randoms thrown in. a band is also like a, a friendship, you know? It's I mean, naturally you bond though. You know what I'm saying? Over yeah. Time. yeah. I mean, bonds the struggle in order to what brings people together are struggles i read that it's like a relationship thing it's true yeah like i i feel you because um what group love they met on craigslist and look at them dude they're like they're banging 
yeah. Love you then and I love you now. Naturally, like any hardship will bring you together. Yeah. Exactly. Like I have a, uh, anything. Yeah. I have a question about original Sunset Careers. Mm-hmm. Um, when you started off, like how many how many guys was it? Or it was four. Four. Yeah, which we're le- looking for a lead guitarist now. Mm-hmm. We're just like looking for either homies who could like fill in for a while, or um, we'll make like a decision on a permanent. Mm-hmm. We'll probably do the same like uh, six month trial or like something, you know, dude. Yeah, I was gonna ask about that. Like, like something I guess happened that things fell apart. Whether it was like problems or just sometimes things just naturally yeah. distance. But do you think? Like, it sounds like you're doing trials and stuff because you're trying to avoid something that happened in the past, maybe. Like, do you think it's your Pretty approach much, is, like, man. smarter right now? A little bit. It's a lot more cautious because before I'd, I'd let people just jam out and, like, they look like they were going to stick around, but it, it just didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And usually I'm like, all right, let's do this. We're a team now. But it's like, you know what? Let's ease you into this, mm-hmm. you know? I noticed on your, uh, I think it was your instagram story or something you were singing i think you were recording was it new stuff or were you re-recording something is it the new two singles it was a couple weeks ago i know you were like singing and it was like from the it was like a bottom camera angle like you oh we were working at uh, kevin right yeah we were working on the um new two singles so the first one's called night by night Mm -hmm. and uh it's like uh like if the arctic monkeys were to like mesh with pup oh I yeah I so it's kind of that. a it's kind of a mix all right so we're really excited so that's one single right what's the second one um we're still thinking about a name but um that one's just about change and just memories and it's very like um how do i explain it it's like modern baseball meets the strokes. That's what my bassist said. <laughs> so it's this very indie and like sort of like punky kind of mix, you know? Yeah. Yeah, or like we fuck with a lot of emo. Like my bassist oh, yeah. like loves pop punk emo and I love emo and indie rock and like yeah. uh, alternative stuff. And then Kevin like he loves like heavy alternative, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I think I think it's kind of interesting that like since you're, I guess most of your music ends up being you and and maybe someone else like yeah. contributing. That um, I think because of that, a lot of your songs end up being a lot more like, you're like more emotionally connected to them. Because I feel like maybe with us, since we're like in in the mass space and stuff, sometimes thing things just come out based on us off of sound, yeah. and it's just like oh that's kind of fun, and then we just start building, and then there isn't really that much emotional connection or meaning even behind like some of our songs, but it's. I know that sometimes if I'm just collaborating one-on-one with a person or just even on my own, that's when you write something that's, like, like emotionally connected to you. I mean, I feel that. That could be also emotional, though. Like, mm-hmm. Sonic, you're making noises, you know? So, that's like, true. in the end, yeah. you're, like, I sonically I feel like whether together. it be lyrically or musically, I think you always want to feel some sort of personal attachment to yeah, it. Like oh, yeah. yeah. I, I know when <coughs> I um, I go about how I go about writing lead parts for uh, tapeworms is um, yeah it's sonically but also I'm trying to like capture the the, the feeling of the song because mm-hmm. um, I know most of our songs are kind of sad you know they have like a little tinge <laughs> of emo in there um, <laughs> even though we try to be a bit more like 
alternative indie rock. Um, but yeah, I know I do, even though that's not what I feel, I do try to capture that sound, you know, mm. what we're trying to do. Okay. You know what I, oh, that, oh, oh, what I, I interpret that. as what it sounds like or mi- what it might sound like. You know? Yeah. And that's how you piece it together. Yeah. See, I wish I had like a consistent full band. I just write a lot of demos in my room. <laughs> Same. Yeah. And then like the homies, like they put it through their band filter and like they come out with like different sounds and I'm like, oh man, that's way better, you know? Yeah. So you mentioned you mentioned change and that's night by night. It's about change, right? Or is that your second? That one's thing? about just, um, dude, just keep doing stuff, you know? Because I see friends who always post like, oh, you know, what's the point? And I'm like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Dang. Da- like I hear that and like I hear that from students yeah dude Dang. the whole imp- increase of like kind of like a grimmer outlook you know it's just the information that's out there mm-hmm. it's overwhelming and we still don't know how to process it like no one someone could tell you something but you know where were you there you're just not ready to process it sometimes you know and you don't have that guidance And, like, sometimes I would want guidance, you know. I could think back now. I could think back, like, I think back then. I could think back now. But think now. You know, sometimes I'm just like, I need guidance because I don't know how to take in all this information, you know. I know what you mean, man. Yeah. So it's like, I could see why people are stressed because that's like a a stimuli. Mm -hmm. And, like, it forces you to do something. But you're just like, I don't know what the fuck to do. You know, but anyways, night yeah. by night's like, uh, we could take this night by night. Mm-hmm. If it's steady, it's not mine. You know? That's the lyric I heard you singing in, yeah. the, in the in the story. Yeah. Uh, it's steady, it's not mine. Yeah. So, so that's if it's what I was trying to say, like, if it's going well, it's not. If it's um, if it's too um, like straight, like if it's too like it's too structured, there's no games. Mm-hmm. No fun. There's no fluctuations, yeah. and my life is like full of fluctuations. Personally, I'm always like, you know, I haven't kept a job. Uh, this is like my first job uh, in education. I finally kept that for like two years, but other right. jobs, I'd hop like after a year is done, I'm like, all right, cool, I did it for one year. Or other things, you know, like there's yeah, a lot of fluctuations, crazy. and there's fluctuations that you're not in control of. You think that's unhealthy mm-hmm. or healthy? You know, if you know how to process it, it's healthy because you know how to cope with it mm-hmm. and you're not letting it affect the lives around you so negatively. But it could be very unhealthy. So, you know, there's like pros and cons. But um, yeah. pretty much. So do you feel like you've how much have you really uh, changed since you started the project of Sunset Careers? Uh, I know how to lead now. Damn. <laughs> Dude, yeah, when I started, it was like three other people who were leaders in their bands. And I was like, hey, I want to play with you guys. And like, I mean, they were like, well, in the end, it's your vision. But like working with three other v- leaders, they would like kind of want to lead their own way. And like right. eventually they started their own projects. Yeah, and that's cool. Clash sometimes if it's yeah. too much ego. Well, one, like my best friend was my drummer. And um he just he really needed to focus on school and like oh, he finally yeah. went to cal state and like he has one more year you know but did i barely seen him this like semester and that's how you know things have changed he's just like he's really committed yeah 
he's just like sorry man i gotta study like legit and i'm like all right cool he lives down the street too so i'm like uh, yeah but that's great you know yeah yeah uh, like and it's all for the better though right yeah all moving towards yeah, yeah. So you just kind of took care of himself in the end you know you gotta take care of yourself yeah man which like all the ho- other homies there's only one guy i wasn't cool with and i don't talk to him but uh everyone else was like hey man i hope you're doing well you know yeah. it's like it's the whole point i'm like fuck you know um yeah i don't know if you noticed that if i like there was a joe strummer podcast and he's like one of my biggest influences maybe not sonically but like spirit wise because it was the most important thing i've seen in my life and i was just like a young 17 18 year old I was just like punk, you know, I had like a mohawk or I had the psychobilly hair. The pompadour. Yeah, man. I switched it up. Yeah. I love. And one of the one of the people, um, I was just like, Joe Strummer, who is that? I dig the clash, I had their C D and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, I'm gonna watch the documentary. At the end of that documentary, he was just like, Oh, you know and in the end, like, all you have is pe- people, you know, like you can't really change that, you know? Yeah. It's like without people you're nothing. Or it's just like my purpose is just like bring music to people, you know. Start to feel that more. Definitely. And like that's why I'm like, well, we gotta push this, but I gotta like be smarter about shit. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, yeah, I see you pushing that that podcast <coughs> a lot. Dude, dude, I loved it because he <laughs> was just he had this vision, and even though, dude, that's crazy. So the Clash and like the Sex Pistols. London calling. Yeah, man. <laughs> they were manufactured. <laughs> They were like the industry prod- plants. What do you mean? <laughs> Not exactly. Um, I get what you mean. Um, <laughs> all right. So there's these two guys. There's one guy who was just like, all right, I'm going to like make this group and we're going to make this energy. And that's how the Sex Pistols happened. And the guy who helped out was uh, I forgot. He's the main like manager for the clash, like on and off. Uh, okay. And he was just like, you know what? If you're not gonna allow me to like do this band, I'm gonna make my own band. So it was oh, kind of like, shit. so he grabbed Joe Strum. He grabbed one dude. Uh-huh. He grabbed uh, one of the guys didn't even know how to play his instrument, but he grabbed him because he had energy. He has a specific energy. Clash? Yeah, and then he grabbed Joe Strummer. He was just like, "Well, you shouldn't be singing in that band anymore. You yeah, have shit. 24 hours to like think about Side. joining this band." Damn. So they like locked him in a room. He's like, "All right, you guys figure it out. You guys talk to each other and meet each other." Wow. And, like, you know what? You guys have about eight hours. And that's how the oh, class started? Yeah, and it was this one guy's vision. Up? It's like, you got to, like, he'd give him newspaper articles and be like, I want you to sing about what's around the world and what angers you. And that was cool because he was like, you know what? Like, uh, class struggle and everything. He'd right. sang about yeah. some real shit, yeah, you know? Yeah. And, like, it was amazing. And when he toured around, the message got lost a little bit, but it affected certain people, you know? Oh, yeah. He talked yeah. about that, but um, that actually all started between two people. These two guys who were like, Damn. I'm going to manage a band, and I want this to happen. I had no idea that was the backstory <laughs> of the class. Because you see people, and they're like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> you know, like, these people came together and did this, yeah. like, really great thing. And sometimes it is one artist or two that bring people together. Another time, it's like it's a really good manager looking out for something. Yeah, you know. Wow. Sometimes, like the Clash, it's really, really well. Yeah. Other times, it's like maybe there's an artist out there and his manager pushed him, and you're like, I don't really fuck with that music, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. 
Dang, uh, that's, that's mind blowing. Yeah, I love that podcast. I learned yeah. so much about one of my favorite bands. Mm-hmm. Joe Strummer, he was just he left society and he was trying to build his own society like live in the shit. forest and shit Big legit society yeah <laughs> oh man <laughs> uh but he couldn't do it he was just like what am i doing you know like i can't do his like voice but like what am i doing you know i have what to get I back doing? out there yeah, yeah and that's when he formed the mescaleros and like he did that until his like passing you know yeah it's like makes wow. me sad i'm like man i wish he just had this like brilliant and you could see he cared about people you know mm-hmm. he was like wild and he was wild like we were all kind of like testing our limits when we were younger oh sort of sort yeah, of yeah, yeah. No, i could i could Without i read more that. books instead yeah. of doing wild shit but <laughs> <laughs> same yeah but I <laughs> so uh we could segue this into uh a segment we started a last one it's called things bands should know and it's like trying to inform anyone who might be watching this uh stuff about things bands should know if starting up starting up just or tips tips and tricks get a lawyer as soon as you can management management um so the anything off the top of your head you can say right now No. <laughs> I'd be honest, man. I'm actually interested to hear, like, would you guys want to copyright your lyrics as soon as possible so no one can steal that shit? Or I feel like Sometimes should. I think, yeah. Don't you want that shit, like, right away locked down? Because let's just say you got Silly Girl, right? Yeah. Great song. Yep. But what if Drake <laughs> just wants to do his own spin on it? Do Dude, you guys have any legal yeah. battle you could do with him or I no? I think technically we <coughs> are copyrighted. Oh right, because okay. of Spotify, yeah, right? Yeah. Spotify. Okay. I think they I think we cover you kind of with Spotify. I don't know. Do you, what distribution <laughs> service do you? I use DistroKid, man. Yeah, if yeah, I would so give a fuck, so if Drake made his own thing, they'd be like, "Oh, we're gonna hook Drake up. Fuck you guys." Yeah, I think DistroKid copyrights <laughs> our stuff, and we could we have full legal defense. Okay, good. I'm good, pretty good. sure. Yeah, I, I hope so because yeah, we're here with the rest. I don't like that full legal defense is followed by. I'm yet. pretty sure in three years. What? <laughs> I don't like that when he says we have full legal defense. It's followed by. I'm pretty by sure. I'm pretty sure <laughs> we have full legal. Exactly. Defense. You yeah. gotta know, man, because some of these lyrics you guys are coming up with are pretty deep. Like some of the stuff you've told me. Prona should be worrying Someone about it. He writes some deep yeah. ass Silly lyrics. Girl, that shit like. Play your that games. No, that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the banger the of the century. What's the other one? The Anytime anyone ever says play your games, that's Taper's property right there. Yeah, uh, that's inter- intellectual property. I'm you owe us royalties, <laughs> please. Yeah, man. Uh, dude, I've gotten so many memes out of the whole um, your cricket smile line. People oh, always really? freaking laugh at us for that. Dude, like, dude it's tight. Get the fuck up. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, Don't make yeah. one of them, like, sad shit. Oh, yeah. Danny's favorite lyric was like, cry. Cry, baby. But <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know. He's like, oh man, that's my favorite. Just the way he says "cry, baby." I'm like, I feel that shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Sometimes he was bumping it on our way it, back right. from the show. Oh, I was filling in for him, and like the song came up. He was like, he was singing. He's pretty drunk. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's when our um, music is best heard, actually. Yeah. Drunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just had a show like last weekend. That was a lot of drunk college kids and they they asked for the encore for silly girl 
Exactly, man. That shit slaps. <laughs> that shit is good because yeah. that relates to college kids. All the college girls are silly girls, man. Yeah. They're playing in their games, <laughs> man. <laughs> They're playing their games. That's the song for college parties, bro. I think the guys identify with it, then. Yeah. yeah. Not the girls. Of course yeah. not. They're not going to fucking tolerate that. But they'll tolerate the other one, like Take Me Back or whatever. What's that song? Is that a tape room song? Which, which one? Oh, I think this is my Dream Pop stuff that I've been mm-hmm. right recording. That yeah. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff in the pipeline. Yeah, yeah. Everything is the, the pipeline. pipeline is so saturated right now with, with yeah, everything. We, we really need to release it. <laughs> the pipeline is closed. It's just everything's going in, but nothing coming out. That's yeah. <laughs> We're just going to like just spam everyone on Instagram for a whole week. Yeah, Five day posts a day. <laughs> every day I'd be single. Yeah. Yeah. We have a lot of content, actually. We just you have that any we've been uh, creating. shows down the pipeline that we can announce here? Um, we're playing Yuri's Records on the 26th of May, and that's with a bunch of Southeast bands. And um, May 31st is the release show. That's at the Handbag Factory in downtown LA. It's all ages venue. We booked the lineup, which is always hard, man. Like, mm. <laughs> you know, I try to like, I try to switch it up. So yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Um, have they have have these guys told you about the wormhole? Yeah, I've been. I went to one of the shows. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's pretty cool, man. The tacos yeah. really good. And the caldo, <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah. The caldo yeah. helped, dude. Yeah. The sauce was spicy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you heard it. Why? It was pretty good. Was I loved good. it. It was too much. It was too uh, spicy. There was a red sauce at one of the shows, and we warned everyone. We said, don't, don't try the red sauce unless you eat salsa. <laughs> and obviously, everyone took that as an attack. <laughs> And like so people were just dousing their tacos in this red salsa, and then they just passed by, like, oh dying. Man. And I told them it's called the, what, what did I say? It's called the You Feel It Tomorrow? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you Feel It Tomorrow. That's yeah. how bad it is, man. Yeah. Fuck. Damn. But no, we're really excited about the wormhole. It, we think uh, we're, we're trying to, like, use it as a recording space, too, and... We'll see where it goes, but That's we're going to man. You might want to patent that real quick because you never know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Lawyer over here. <laughs> At the end, like, one of, our, one of our ads in between is going to be like, Harmon Deal. Attorney at law. Yeah. law. Don't lose the case. Make a deal. There you go. That's your, that's your line right there. Make a plea deal. Yeah. No, but for real, like... Uh <laughs> <laughs> What? You yeah. don't want anyone stealing your shit, man. I'm serious. That wouldn't feel good. Bro, like Would that it's feel it's good? It's not expensive. Like someone steals your shit, bro. Isn't it? Isn't it like like? It's not too expensive, but it's a lot of time. I mean, like, obviously, I, would I wouldn't like that. Silly, at least make sure silly girl is locked up. It's man. locked up. That's locked yeah, up. I'm pretty sure. No, but like, even if someone was to steal my shit, I'd be like. You know what? I could come up with ten more things that are even better. No, than no, no! Don't think like that, bro. Nah, we're tapped Don't out. Don't think like that. <laughs> we got, we got nothing left. Fuck that! You want to protect what you got? Man. We peaked. Like, think about "Silly Girl." It's such a good song, man. Someone steals that shit, swindles you. Fuck you, bro. Yeah, see, that's, that's you don't want to end up like the fucking Winklevoss twins who oh came God. up with Facebook and yeah. then Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg oh, just stole it. Oh, you yeah. didn't know that shit? Yeah. You, you got a point. I'm that, those guys got robbed of billions of dollars. Man. 
this you is could have the Facebook in your song, and someone is stealing it right but now. But they did, they did dodge a bullet. They did make a mu- bunch of money off of settlement. No, so if yeah, you guys want, yeah. not as much. And they don't have to go to court yeah, in front of yeah. the world. And they're yeah. not in the public eye. And now they're fucking mining Bitcoin. That's all besides the point here. <laughs> See, it's all about the principle. This, this is <laughs> the kind of stuff that I feel like small bands don't think about. I know, man. Yeah. You need to think about this shit before starting it. Yeah, like, yeah. no. It, it's all fun. It's all <laughs> hey, games. It's all yeah. fun and games until you got some other band playing your tunes. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So your song becomes a Drake song. <laughs> <laughs> until Drake, Drake is fucking ghostwriting off your shit, he's bro. He's freaking covering all your shit. No, but like, honestly. I don't know. Drake, I love you, man. Don't don't take this personally. You're oh, they, you can find his structure online. Like, there's uh, videos online. I love watching those videos. They're usually like how to make a, a song like. Or how, uh, so Drake usually has a descending vocal line, mm-hmm. and that shit's interesting. So it'd be like, you silly girl, or some shit, you know? You know, you yeah, know what? Yeah, yeah right? right? They it would that. be There's a different attack. There's a lot attack. of research on that. Post Malone is great at that shit, like catchy songs. Yeah, or they like Mac like DeMarco. Psychological research. Yeah, Mac DeMarco. Literally, uh, and, and they get into your brain, Reflection is like... He directly ripped off uh, like a Japanese song. You guys should look into really? that. Get into yeah, the brain. Get in there and just fucking. I just pulled up a headline. <laughs> the song Michael Jackson stole from Holland. Look Oates. at that shit, bro. Oh, yeah, see, Michael Jackson's doing it, man. It happens at every level of the music uh-huh. industry. Yeah. So small indie bands, look out for your shit, man. <laughs> you know, we should get on if that, you, guys. If you we believe should. in your shit, if you don't believe in it, that's a sign. But yeah. if you See, if you believe in it, then make sure it's protected. You know. Yeah, they don't think about this shit because they're just trying to have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but if you really believe in it and you think it's good, then yeah. make sure it's protected. You know, you never know. You never I mean, know. I'm not trying you to never say. Never know. You never know. Like "Silly Girl" is a good song. It gets stolen, and you guys are like, I would feel like complete shit if I came up with something great, and someone right. and Post Malone is just fucking vibing out to his country guitar, drinking Bud Light, singing your fucking song. <laughs> you know, That's on a boat. That's when we take to Twitter, though, and we try to All get right, some, like, yeah. justice. I'm, I'm pretty hey, sure we're fully protected. Yeah. <laughs> He's pretty hey. sure. You could get Kim <laughs> representing you, man. No, I'm just kidding, though. But, uh, I mean, you can always settle and make some Yeah, money. yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do have something, though. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. Schedules, man. Oof. Schedules. Yeah, for sure. Most important, do not let anyone hold you back, for sure. Like, I heard that at... This guy who owned a studio, we used to practice there over in, I forgot where, like South Bay. Mm-hmm. And um, he was like, friends don't hold each other back. And why would you let someone you like are kind of friends with hold you back? Why would you let anyone hold you back? Oh. Doesn't mean you have to step over anyone, you know? And sometimes that works too, but uh, that's not really my approach. That's a really uh-huh. good point, man. What, is, what does he mean by don't let them hold you back? Like play the show even though they can't come? or just You know, if you're trying to make creative decisions or if if you are trying to play shows and this person keeps saying, hey, I, I can't make it or this comes up or, you know what, I got a family party, it's a little hard, man. Because yeah. let's say you got two members that are very like, well, let's, let's keep this consistent, you know? playing shows like consistently it doesn't have to be like super crazy like some people do the six shows a month yeah and other people just do one show a month but they have other creative content going on so it's like a mix but 
friends don't hold each other back. Like if a friend is half in it, you can feel that. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's like, unless you're a solo artist and you're the entire creative force, but at some point you do have someone kind of leading it. And let's say I, I lead the group a little bit more. Uh, if I feel any of my members are like kind of half in, it just, it slows it down. I feel it where like, it's hard to make decisions or when I make decisions, it's like, well, you can't bring anything up, you know, if you're going to like not be there presently, you know? So it's kind of hard. Right. And I've seen that hold people back, dude. Yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it. There's so many bands where I'm like, I thought they were going to like stick it together for a while and right. sunset's only been like around for two years but in those two years i like i see what some of the older musicians mean mm-hmm. and they're like you know what a lot of bands come and go it's like a little wave and you see who sticks around and i'm like fuck well i, I think something you mentioned it's like y- through these past few years you've learned to be like a leader you said and i think part of being a leader is sort of making those executive decisions Apart from, I guess, the people who are half-assing it, or I mean, it it takes. I know if you're it making a band. You better have a passion for it, man. Like this, this person better be as passionate as you. I don't care if they're your friend or whatever. Like if for anything, they better want it as bad as you do. That'll push you as much as anything. Is passion like around you, and even the people around you, like your friends and your family, they should be supportive. They shouldn't be bringing you down or making jokes or whatever, man. Like should all be positive around you. Negativity kills, man. Negativity kills. And when someone's not in it, that's a sign of negativity to me. Because what? Do you not believe in the vision? Do you not believe? You know, is that what you're trying to get at, Fred? Or well, um, sometimes they're just pulled by different things in like life, too. Like different things in life, right. I mean, yeah. it's out of their control, right? But it's just like you guys are making the effort. I'm sure you guys got shit going on. Yeah, we exactly. Everybody turn. does. Yeah. Everyone's got shit going on. Do you? It's your job. Like, it's something... You know, you got to have some honor to what you do. That's my opinion, you know, as a lawyer. Like, if another lawyer wasn't <laughs> showing up to the case, <laughs> fuck you, man. It's your job. It's something yeah, you should take seriously. Something you got to take seriously, you know. That's what I think. Anything you do, you should take seriously. Um, in, in, like, your leadership development, have you seen, um, like, any, any of your, like, your skills of persuasion and maybe molding of others develop? Because, like, I guess in the case of, of people, you know, not being fully in it, like, in many cases, um, people start off being in it, and then they waver, and then they start being super in it again. Well, what makes you waver, you know? Like, what made me want to cu- quit music a couple times is I just don't feel like I am understood. And you just got to keep pushing through. And, like, one of my strengths is, you know, I went to school for writing. Like, some of my lines, I just take pride in it. Like, Quartzheart, I know it's just a song about boning and, like, being in love. Like, it's straight up, like, scream my name. (laughs) That as a chorus, like, it may be funny, but, like, that intimacy that comes with it, like, I'm not, like, I'm more of a serious It's your craft. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, I made those moments for a reason. Exactly. And, like, you know, we could be playful about it. But um, it's also serious, and, you know, it's it's a mix of both. So what kept me going was, like, hey, I'm going to write a demo. Yeah. And that's my strength is just, like, hey, I'm going to write, like, a really sometimes cringy. Sometimes it's, like, all right, that's cool for now. Yeah. Like, I made a cringy demo. Like, I wrote three songs and, like, guitar licks and, um, like, loose, like, lyrics and um, vocal melodies. Vocal yeah. melodies are important. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but sometimes... Uh, 
<laughs> sometimes um, people waver because you don't know your strengths. It's like, I'm an excellent musician. Like, what makes you excellent? For me, I was like an okay lead guitar player, but I could come up with melodies. Mm-hmm. And that was my strength. So when I played with my uh, last band, which was like a skate punk band, I was just like, you know what? When they asked me to like shred, I'm not going to fucking do that. Like, I'm going to approach it how I'm going to approach it. And if I need to shred a certain way, like, I'll, I'll approach that. Because you get people who just fucking shred on stage. But what do you exactly see? What do you exactly see? You know, like, you see the strength. But I always think about it, like, individual. That was, like, a Greek term, right? I'm trying to remember. And this is something I learned from our theater class um, when I went there. Yeah. Um, when they spoke about that, it's how is this person in the whole? So individual. You, a single person, right. as the whole. Because we are all individuals, but as a whole, we create this specific yeah. thing. So, yeah. like, I know, like, when sometimes people waver, you know, other things pull them in life that do suit their strengths. But uh, there's also things in the music that also pull you that could be your strengths. Like, some people know how to do a groovy. Yeah. Some people know how to do, like, punk beats, you know, like... S- there's different energies people can produce you know Mm -hmm. like am i gonna get we jammed out with this jazz drummer before not the same energy but it it was cool it was cool playing like a uh, a show with them totally cool but not the same energy and i was like well if i ever need an emergency fill-in that'd be cool Mm -hmm. but the strength from kevin's drumming is that he approaches it like a story so every drum hit he knows how it's gonna affect people and he's trying to push it He's like, oh, I'm not a technical drummer. It's like you're trying to play with emotion and trying to connect a feeling. So certain specific cymbal hits or the shit gets you rumbling, you know, or if you're trying to go like you're like kicking back, you're creating a mood. Yeah. So that's why I was always like, you're great, Kevin, you know. Yeah. And this reminds me of the whole issue that Megadeth had. I don't know if you know this, but the the lead guitarist during the countdown to extinction extinction days was uh, marty friedman right mm-hmm. and he wrote a whole bunch of cool albums for them and megadeth loved them and shit and he fit the scene the metal scene the thrash metal scene but the scene didn't fit for him and he started like doubting whether he should be in megadeth or not because he i remember he would say a lot that um he liked writing more flowy licks and more like virtuous shit instead of just like chugging the whole time duh, 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 on guitar. And um, so that's why he left the band. He was all like that the whole thrash metal scene just wasn't for him, even mm. though he was good at it and shit. Um, and like Megadeth like tried biting tooth and nail to keep him because he was a fucking he's a great fucking guitarist. You know, he's like he's like an idol of mine that I try to. I look up to and shit, but um, yeah, and and that just reminds me of everything you're saying right now. Like sometimes freaking, uh, just the feel isn't right for certain musicians and like certain scenes and certain bands. I mean, yeah. it's because they're playing to like their like. It's like a salad, you know. You gotta have you're all you're the trying ingredients to like in there. Force you, know? you yeah. if you were to get that dr- jazz drummer, you'd be like forcing him. We write. Uh, we write different. Right. Yeah. yeah. Is that the third piece of advice? Like, sort of know yourself and the band. Yeah, know your strengths, because that's what's going to keep you in. first advice is 
legal. The second advice is <laughs> yeah. make sure everyone is bought in, and the third one is no. I was gonna I was gonna add yeah. this. What we're saying is is also too. I guess something I got out of what you were saying is is as a leader, know when who you can manage. Because in I guess in some cases you get someone and you can tell they 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 really like the scene, they fit really well, but they maybe doubt themselves, and you're like no, you like like you're saying with your drummer maybe he's like. He doesn't consider himself a technical drummer, but you think like, yeah, like he he is being he is molding the song. Yeah. Um, but there are some people that like, let's say Marty Friedman, like he was saying, he joined the band and then maybe the band tried to mold him and say, no, you do fit the scene, stay. But sometimes you can't can't manage people like that as a leader. It's just you just got to know which people to let go, which which you can convince the scene is for them, I guess. Yeah. Not convince them, just show them something they're not seeing, I guess. Yeah. Cause they're, yeah, and. There's some people who are just great about what they do, but they got terrible energy. Like I've seen people and they're just like, they've shit talk bands Mm -hmm. and I'm like, Hey, those are the homies. And it's just like, and there's a lot of people I don't talk to anymore. And like the point of being negative towards anyone else. Like, shouldn't you just be focused on your own thing? Like, what's the point though? It's not a leverage flex. It's just a flex. It's just like, uh, at that point, like, and then if you have an audience, you have a following, that's all you should really want. Like, you know? At the yeah. most simplest, yeah. Who's counting that's, at you know? point, right? But there's different effects your music can have. Like, do I want my music to, like, be like, hey, you know, let's go fucking do drugs all the time. Let's go do this shit. And it's, like, kind of, I like smoking out. Sometimes, like, my lyrics are about being high. But I do talk shit where I'm like, is that all you're going to, like, push, you know? So sometimes I'm like. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Uh, or just like uh, yeah. doing drugs, be like, all right, cool, you know. There is like a time and place, and like everything has its like I mean, value, you, you know. Yeah, I mean, right. it's good to diversify, you're right, but uh, at the simplest, like, like you you if someone's all they're right. talking about is smoking weed, I sort of like, why be negative to them? Like, whatever, they just want to smoke weed. Unless exactly. you make it like your your brand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. what's wrong with that? I only what's smoke wrong with weed. That, though? Which is uh, it's like Willie Nelson. Yeah, you know? Willie Nelson. Or have you ever heard of that band? Uh, <laughs> Wiz Khalifa? Co- yeah, Wiz Khalifa, Khalifa does. Cottonmouth oh. Kings. I-, I think what he's trying to get oh to yeah. is... Oh, yeah. What you're trying to get to is don't shit talk other bands. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, never, Don't never. put them down. You know? exactly. like, what's the point of that? Yeah, You're yeah. all trying to... First of all, nobody ain't shit, you know? We're all trying to make it. <laughs> yeah. We're all trying to do shit here. Yeah, I remember we were talking to Green Interstate about about sort of this topic the other week and they're like yeah get off your high horse like we're all just trying to m- make it you know we should all be you know One love, hopeful dude. of each other yeah because exactly, in the end exactly. all that all that Anything. negativity is just gonna bring us the whole the whole scene down you it's know? gonna bring you down more yeah, than anything because the people that i find that are usually negative are the heart they're hard on other people but they're the hardest on themselves usually Dang, it's that's right. It's more of a reflection of yourself. What's that projecting? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah Good thoughts, Harmon. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, putting other pe- other bands down is it's basically one-upsmanship, right? They're all trying to feel better. That about means themselves. you don't feel strong about yourself. Yeah. So it's it's definitely some projection shit. Yeah. Mm. Uh. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Bro, put that shit down, <laughs> man. What the fuck's wrong? With um. That? Uh, what is that? Rip that shit apart. Dang man, yeah. I like. Uh, now I was just gonna segue to Detective Pikachu. 
Uh, no, because no, right, I'm gonna post right. later up like Throwback Thursday, because I was in a uh, <laughs> hold it up too. Yeah. No, uh, I have one of me in a Pikachu uh, costume. Oh, I fucking love that show and like, yeah. I loved someone was just like, um, um, like what if this is like the start of the uh, Super Smash Bros. Cinematic Universe? I was oh, like, my God. fuck it, dog. That'd like, be, that'd be amazing. I'd be so excited for the next twenty years. That's Super my Smash thing. Super Smash Bros. cartoon. Mm-hmm. S- they're coming out with a Sonic live action Pikachu. He looks action. weird as fuck. Has anyone seen that image of Sonic who looks? Oh, uh, like that was the conspiracy. Was that they made a botched version just to like stir up hype? Probably. And it's just like yeah, they agreed to too quickly to change it because they agreed to change the. Yeah, and they're keeping the release date. <laughs> yeah. They're keeping the release date the same. So I was like, are they gonna overwork them? What's going on? It's like IHOP feeling irrelevant, and then they turned into the International House of Burgers, and then everyone got <laughs> pissed, and now we're all eating at IHOP again. Like, this oh, is full-on furry version. Yeah. Like, this is pandas to furries. Like, what is Yo, this? You and know, then actually, this is the actually best. Song. This is a complete off-topic, by the way. The best, mo- <laughs> <laughs> the best Mortal Kombat player in the world is Sonic Fox. Oh, yeah. And he dresses up like fucking Sonic the, Sonic the Hedgehog. Like he will like fucking go to like tournaments and he will fucking wear that mascot outfit, bro. That's kind of When cool. he wins, he'll so like celebrate and he'll put the fucking hat on, bro. Wait, he's not a character? He'll put the ma- <laughs> no, it's a player. It's a real life guy. It's a real life guy who dresses up like this, bro. And isn't and he is fucking crazy, dude. You know what? It, it depends on who the audience was for. If the audience was for us then definitely the, the second one sonic fox his fucking dick <laughs> like, is gonna be hard right now like watching that if that's our audience <laughs> then if, if it's a new generation of children about to be introduced to sonic they don't know the difference yeah, that he don't. just looks soft and fluffy they don't. wow <laughs> wait wait the, the one on the left is the new one yeah, yeah. yeah this is the redesign the one on the right is the redesign oh that's dope yeah, but look at the one on the left. looks way the too human. The left one is fucking weird. But the it looks right like a real? human in a fucking Bro, Sonic suit. The, the looks right like the the MK Sonic guy. Fox. He looks like Sonic. He's Fox. a he's a furry. Is that what you're saying? Yes, <laughs> he's a furry. That's what I was trying to <laughs> say not, the whole time. He's a furry yeah, you know who what? fucking wrecks shit in MK. <laughs> he wrecks people up, bro. Google him, bro. I wonder. Sonic Fox. Do you, you know? Do you know which uh, Sonic Fox yeah. Five Thousand? Okay. I gotta take a leak. Okay. We're looking up Sonic Fox Five Thousand. Yeah, we could wrap it We're up. Wrapping it yeah, up on Sonic Fox Five Thousand. Uh, we ending on a Sunset Courier song. Yeah. Okay. So what we could do this one, one of two ways. We could either play it over the speaker. We could, let's just do that. Let's. Yeah. Let's plug it in. Yeah. Play that one from earlier. The I don't live, and then we could put it. The one where you're about like every night out. I'm trying to play that shit, man. That was some dope. What song are we gonna listen to? Galacta. Yeah, I think. Yeah, we talked about it so much that I want to hear it now when I'm driving home. I feel like I already did listen to it. I, I think I added a oh bunch no. of your songs to my alternative <laughs> shit playlist. So That's I probably listen to a lot of your songs, but I don't even know it's Sunset Curious because yeah, it's just I have a playlist. Of like 300 uh, songs. Go to our tape rooms. Also have a playlist, a uh, public playlist. You can go to our Spotify and we have playlists that you can listen to that are curated by the band ourselves. It's it's all the songs that have been mentioned or in not mentioned, but like played on the tape rooms podcast. It's all there. So we're just adding them to this a This next one will be Galactic Screen. Yeah. You want to talk about this? Uh, oh, you mentioned a little bit about it. But well, it'll come we back at the end of the summer. 
So for everyone asking, why are you taking it down? It's, it was surprising amount a number of people. Yeah. Do you want to do one of your newer songs? If that would be better. This or I remember this. Is oh, I don't have those yet. Oh, okay. okay. I'm waiting for the masters. This Edgy Fest picture. This is the first time I saw your band play ever. This is the oh first yeah. time I saw I saw you ever, and it was like what last summer. Wasn't summer? I convinced? That oh, they were you're right. Arctic it was Monkeys? the end of summer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's cool, man. Here we are. We had a Photoshop dude us in. <laughs> That's tight. Snapchat. This looks right. Here's Galactic Screen. We're Tapeworms Podcast. Thanks, Fred from Sunset Couriers. Check out Sunset Couriers. They'll have a bunch of new songs out by the end of summer. They're an awesome band. We love them. And uh, here's Galactic Screen to close us out. <laughs>
Thanks for listening to the Tape Rooms podcast. We're called Tape Rooms. And remember, keep, keep it wormy. wormy.